Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. And you're listening to the Sound Kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susan Owensby's cooking. everyone, bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 22nd of May, the 142nd day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. Are you well? I do hope so. As much as is possible, given the pandemic, today is a day for celebrating in Martinique. On this day in 1848, France abolished slavery in its colonies. About a century later, in 1946, the French National Assembly voted unanimously to transform the colony into an overseas department of France. Together with French Guiana, Martinique has the status of special collectivity. The inhabitants of Martinique are French citizens with full political and legal rights. Martinique sends four deputies to the French National Assembly and two senators to the French Senate and is a member of the European Union and produces this wonderful music you're listening to right now. Three coins in the fountain Each one seeking happiness On this day in 1762, the beautiful Trevi Fountain in Rome was inaugurated. The Trevi Fountain is no small affair. I mean, there is nothing subtle about it. It's 26.3 meters high and 49.15 meters wide, which makes it the largest Baroque fountain in Rome. It's one of the most famous fountains in the world. You see it as the backdrop in loads of films, and you're listening to a song about it right now. The Trevi Fountain was designed by Italian architect Nicola Salvi and completed by Giuseppe Panini. I put some pictures of it on the Sound Kitchen and the club's Facebook pages. At the Trevi, for your wish to come true, you throw three coins from your right hand over your left shoulder. And listen to this. An estimated 3,000 euros are thrown into the fountain each day. Well, pre-COVID days, that is. 
In 2016 alone, an estimated 1.4 million euros were thrown into the Trevi Fountain. The money is used to subsidize a supermarket for Rome's needy. I'm Nasser Balahi. Bonjour from Iraq. Hey everyone, I'm busy making shows featuring your musical requests. So if there's a piece of music you'd like to hear, send it on. Bombard me and tell me why you like the particular piece of music, okay? That makes it even more interesting for us all. Send your musical requests to the Sound Kitchen at rfi.fr. That's the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. Are you ready? I do hope so. You best be, because it's time for the quiz. I'm leaving on a jet plane. I don't know when I'll be back again. On the 17th of April, I asked you a question about a new French law passed on the 11th of April, which affects a few domestic air flights. This new law forbids air flights, which can be made in less than two and a half hours by train. It's part of France's efforts to reduce its carbon emissions by 40% by 2030. In our article, Climate Law, France Votes to Abolish Certain Short-Haul Domestic Flights, the Citizens' Climate Convention expressed their disappointment. I asked you to tell me why. What did they want? Why was the convention disappointed? The answer is, the Citizens' Climate Convention wanted a ban on domestic flights which could be made on a train trip of fewer than four hours instead of just the two and a half hours voted in by the French Parliament. The winners of this week's quiz are... Mohamed Likon, a member of the Nil Shagor RFI fan club in Nilfamari, Bangladesh, and RFI Listeners Club members Janatul Ferdush Lameya from Dhaka, Bangladesh, Zenon Teles, the president of the Christian Marxist Leninist Maoist Association of Listening DXers in Goa, India, Shadman Hosan Ayan from Kishoreganj, Bangladesh. Hello, Shadman. And last but certainly not least, faithful listener Ralph Urbanchik from Eselben in Germany. Are you well, Ralph? Congratulations to this week's winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. <laughs> Happy news from France this week. Our sidewalk cafes have reopened, with limited seating, of course, but open and until 9 p.m. Museums, movie theaters, and businesses deemed non-essential by the government are now also open, too. I have really missed going to the movies and to concerts, almost as much as I've missed our terraces or sidewalk cafes. In our article this week, France to reopen cafes, museums, cinemas from 19 May as COVID infections drop, you'll read just how many movies are waiting to be screened, and there's your question. Read our article, France to reopen cafes, museums, cinemas from 19 May as COVID infections drop, and tell me how many movies are waiting for their appearance on the silver screen in a real movie theater on a big screen. Oh, boy. 
The article is posted on all the Sound Kitchen and English Club Facebook pages and, of course, on our website, rfienglish.com. You have until the 14th of June to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on the 19th of June to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-3112-9682. That's plus 336-3112-9682. Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. Bonjour, my name is Jörg Hoffmann from Germany and you are listening to The Sound Kitchen on Radio France International. Club member to welcome Helen Bob, a radio sister. She's the host of a program called Let's Talk It Out with Honorable Helen Bob, which is an emotional adjustment talk therapy program on 95.5 Royal FM in Balesa State in Nigeria. Helen Bob is also a member of the Radio Zeter Club. Welcome, Helen. So glad you've joined us. If you'd like to be a member of the General RFI Listeners Club, just send an email to english.service at rfi.fr and I'll get you signed up. You'll receive an RFI membership number, which you include with all your quiz entries, and if you win, you'll receive a premium prize. Before we go, a reminder to all the teachers out there. Even if schools are still not open where you are, Why not stockpile some stamps and postcards for your students when they do come back? Just write to me at english.service at rfi.fr and I'll get a package in the mail for you. All you have to do in return is send in photos of your students with their goodies. We love photos of smiling children. And if you would like to donate stamps and postcards for us to send, please do. Our address is on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to our producing engineer, Erwan Rome, for his input and his expertise in mixing the show. And thanks to you for listening. Be sure to tune in next Saturday to hear the answer to the question about the president of the 2021 Cannes Film Festival jury. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, 
Be kind and stay in touch and wear your masks. Stay safe, my friends. And don't forget to send me your music requests. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our producing engineer, who this week is taking us on a musical voyage to Alentejo in southern Portugal to hear the people's traditional two-part singing called Cante Alentejano. No one is really sure when Cante Alentejano saw the light of day, but you can hear the mix of Jewish, Muslim, and Christian influences. In Cante Alentejano, there are always two principal singers who are then joined by a chorus. From what I've read about it, everyone in the South sings Cante. It is, of course, taught at home, but in the schools, too. Its roots are probably agricultural, but Cante is sung not only while working in the fields, but at any manner of gathering. Cante is always sung a cappella. There are never musical instruments. Cante Alentejano is on UNESCO's representative list of the intangible cultural heritage of humanity. Erwan chose for us a women's cante group called the Peace and Unity Choral Group from Alcachovash, Portugal. I think it's lovely. Enjoy, and thanks again, Erwan. Talk to you all next week. Dom Diniz foi um dos reis da primeira dinastia semeou em Portugal o pinhal de leiria. Se Dom Diniz cá voltasse como ainda ninguém voltou Vinha ver abandonado o palácio onde habitou. O palácio onde habitou. A igreja onde rezava. E nas mesmas condições o jardim que passeava. São Rosas respondeu ao seu amado é pão para dar aos pobres no seu regaço tapado se Dondinis cá voltasse como ainda ninguém voltou vinha ver abandonado o palácio Onde Dom João II Vê fazer o seu tratado Se Dom Diniz cá voltasse Como ainda ninguém voltou Vinha ver abandonado O palácio onde 
das mesmas condições O jardim que passeava O palácio onde habitou A igreja onde rezava E nas mesmas condições 